You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. This podcast and the 31 Days of Horror is made possible thanks to our patrons. So please join me in welcoming and thanking new patrons. UJ Shahada, Kevin Hamilton, Kisses to the Misses, Nicholas Freeman, Bradley Furmeister, Golden Child Dorothy, Jonathan Lopez, Vincent Stefano, Taya Taskiuk, and Faither Baker. Our patrons mean everything to us, and we do all we can to give back for their generosity. As I've been saying for the last month, our patron levels have officially changed to reflect the amount of content that's immediately available for new patrons. However, and it's probably because of Minnesotan guilt or something, I'd like to smooth the transition and give something back to new patrons who might have missed the cutoff before prices went up. So, for all of October 2020, all new patrons who sign up at the new levels will get a limited edition 31 Days of Horror Magnet, along with your other rewards. Rewards like shoutouts, exclusive bonus episodes, immediate access to almost 500 bonus episodes, coffee cups, t-shirts, and logo hoodies. Signing up annually is still an option, and also comes with a magnet. And if you sign up annually, I'll still give you a month off for free. 12 months for the cost of 11. Like I say every week, we do all we can to give back to the people who support our show. If you'd like to see how you can support the podcast and get rewarded for doing so, including the limited edition Creepy Fridge Magnet, please check out our reward tiers at patreon.com slash creepypod. Now. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 2 just a scratch. Written by 4TCCN Writes. It all started the spring I scraped my knee. Mama frowned and told me to be more careful. Dad sat on the floor and took my face in his hands, wiping my tears away with his huge thumbs, telling me it was going to be okay. It was just a scratch. I wasn't supposed to be out that day. Mom was really upset about that. I promised I'd never do it again as Dad wrapped my knee with that long band-aid thing and told me to never take it off. That was the year Mama called Sarah and told her to come home from college. 
but Sierra never showed up. Mama slept all day, and Dad looked tired all the time but smiled for me. The band-aid kept itching, but I didn't take it off once because I promised. It got yellow and all gross, but I didn't take it off. Dad would hold my hand so tight it would hurt when we left the house. Mama never left. My leg hurt when we walked, though, and I could barely breathe through the heavy mask he had me wear. So he had to stop taking me with him. We moved my bedroom downstairs. Dad called it a big boy update. He said that since I was getting older, I would need a bigger room. He made a big show of it, put up all my posters for me, moved my dresser and my bed. He would say, See? There's more space for your toy boxes. Or, More room for your dresser. But I knew he did it because I couldn't get up and downstairs anymore. Around the edges of the giant band-aid, my leg was turning blue and gray. But I never took it off. We lost contact with Nan that year. And every time I asked about her, Dad would get this sad look in his eyes that I didn't get. He would say that the phone lines were dead, so they couldn't reach her. I didn't know what that meant very well. Summer hit, and Sarah didn't come home. Where is she? I'd ask. School's out. She promised she'd play with me when she got home. Dad frowned. She's sick, buddy. She can't come home right now. Did she scrape her knee too? Dad closed his eyes, took a deep breath, shook his head. No, bud. She cut her cheek. That was the year that I looked out the window, and I saw Mrs. Johnson limp down the road. She had a cat scratch on her hand, and her whole arm up to her head was blue and gray. She looked really hurt. Dad boarded up the windows. Mama didn't really come down to eat, but I would see Dad bring up plates for her. I really missed her that year. Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. The blue and gray started forming up my leg, and I soon couldn't move forward. I'd never seen Dad cry like that before, 
I felt so bad. I wish I didn't hurt him like that, even though I didn't know what I did. He came home one day with an axe and a bunch more of the long band-aids, way cleaner than the ones still wrapped around my knee. He looked at me, and he cried and cried, and he told me he was sorry, and that this was going to hurt a lot, but he loved me so much and would do anything for me. That was the year I lost my leg, and I started feeling much better. Dad brought home a wheelchair and let me sit in the backyard again under his supervision. I never saw anyone outside our fence. I kept wondering where everyone went. Jack wasn't out splashing in his pool in the hot summer or climbing over the jungle gym with his little sister. Avery didn't run through the grass with her big black dog anymore. I wondered how long they'd been gone or if I missed the goodbye party. Sometimes, Mama would come down and sit on the porch with me. Dad said it was good for her to move around every once in a while. She never said anything, just sat there. One day she fell down the stairs and cracked her head. I screamed. Dad screamed. There was blood running down her face everywhere, and I was so scared that I was sobbing. Mama didn't say anything, but I think she was scared too. Dad covered it right away, and he didn't let Mom outside again. Her face got all blue and gray like my leg. That was the year I last saw Mama. I didn't ask Dad what happened. I think I knew. The last time I saw her, she looked so dead. I don't know if she recognized me. Dad and I felt like the only two people in the universe. The TV just turned on to static now. The radio was the same. The internet didn't connect. And the DS Picta chats only had empty rooms. We were alone. I missed going to school and going on walks and recess. I missed Mario Kart running through the forest and made up murder mysteries. I missed Mama and Sarah. That was the year I asked. What happened to them, Dad? And he didn't seem like my dad anymore. He tried to be, I know. He put on a face and smiled and tried to be my dad. I didn't know if it comforted him or if it was to comfort me. That was the year I turned eight. Dad couldn't bake me a cake, so he got me a can of peaches. It was winter by then, and the house got really cold. So Dad gave me all the blankets, but I made him sleep in my bed so we could share. He still got sickly though, and he got more tired every day. He walked through the house like a zombie, but he was still pretending to be my dad. He still gave me a bigger plate of beans, and he covered me with all the blankets when I shivered. And then one day, Dad came home from the store, and he had a cut on his hand where he slipped on the ice. He looked so tired and so pale. He looked like a ghost, like a person that was no longer there. 
the cut cut blue and gray around the long band-aid. That was the year that Dad looked up at me with tears in his eyes. That was the year he told me, I'm so sorry, Daniel. I tried so hard. I love you so much, and I really hope you know that. I will always love you. That was the year that I was eight, and I was so lonely, and all I had was my dad. That was the year my dad gave up on himself, but I didn't give up on him. I would never give up on him. I can do it, Dad. I can do it. Please let me do it. I can. I had cried. I was eight. I was young. I called gauze long band-aids and cried when I scraped my knee. And I would do anything for my dad. That was the year dad lost his hand and I cried for so long. I cried until dad sat on the floor and took my face in his hands wiping my tears away with his huge thumb, telling me that it was going to be okay. It was just a scratch. It all started the spring I scraped my knee. That was the year Mama died and Sarah never came home. That was the year Mrs. Johnson roamed the streets and Jack wasn't out splashing in the pool. And Avery didn't run through the grass with her big black dog anymore. That was the year that everyone disappeared. Everyone except my dad. Who never left. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes... Please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at CreepyPastaWikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved, unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... 
Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.